Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. And he's doing a great job. Okay. I need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. Steiny and Guru today. No, Steiny. It is Larry Kruger. And myself holding it down until 3 p.m. San Francisco meets Union City. You and me, Larry, 180 minutes. I haven't talked to you since, what, uh, the week before week one of the NFL season. So we'll catch up with the Niners. We'll talk possible Aaron Judge being in a giant uniform. But we got to finish what we just started, man, because I really am blown away in what we're seeing and what we're not seeing from the Golden State Warriors. I watched the game again. It's what I do. Sometimes the games are better the too. second time I did around. I watched it this morning. Study like it needs something else to do. But you get that's fun, right? It's studying. I mean, it, hey, we have the job to do it, right? Well, I mean, yeah, that's sure. what I tell the business. Daddy's working. You know, yeah. If you if you got another job, maybe you aren't watching that game once, let alone twice. But we're watching it twice. The the question it's like it's weird because it it's almost weird. like the giant the Niners and the Warriors had that same kind of dilemma. Can you have can you successfully go through a year with two separate timelines? The Warriors did it last year. They had all these young guys that won the title. Okay. This year, not so much. The Niners at the beginning of the year, they were trying to do that. They're trying to win the Super Bowl and bring Trey along. And then Trey's injury kinda Helped alleviate that that question, right? But what if Trey was still struggling right now? We might be debating how many more weeks do you go with Trey before you go back to Jimmy? So I mean, it's the Warriors and the Niners are literally literally trying the same thing, trying the two separate timelines. And what I've seen is that you get regression from the older guys a little bit. Is that just what you're talking about? Just a little bit. Wow. I mean, Steph not. I mean, Steph looks thirty nine, incredible. Yeah, but Green's regressed a little bit. Clay doesn't quite look like the same guy, especially on the defensive end. But that's nothing compared to the lack of progress from the kids. Poole looks bad. Wiseman's hands look terrible. Um, We're going to get into that. Jonathan Kuminga can't even get on the floor. And And those three guys are the – I mean, Moody's been good, but, I mean, of the young guys, to me, the the young guys have been far more disappointing, and that's – you know, then the young, then the older guys have regressed. So this is what we're going to do, we're Larry. With three and six, nobody had that coming, especially with these softies on the road trip. We want the people. Give us a call. Xfinity Mobile text line triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Tell us how you would fix the Warriors and what you want to see done. Because tonight, I just got to tell you, I'm not offended. 
but I'm a Dub fan. You see the jacket I got on Larry? Do you think with the current state, the way the team's not playing, you're letting Orlando slap you up 130 points that everybody had to sit tonight? Like, I I don't get that. And And again, I may sound like I'm coming off questioning Steve Kerr four and eight years. Uh, the rings he's won. He's he's worked under Phil. I mean, Popovich, the greats, Phil Jackson. But was tonight the night? Like, what message are you sending the team to sit those three when you can go on possibly a offer on this road trip to dump truck teams? Well, first of all, I hate the we're healthy and sitting. I mean, I just I hate it. I hate it. I realize it's the modern NBA and this is the way it goes. But I love some, you for that. There's okay. some little kid in Slidell or you know Metairie or wherever, oh, just and they and, and they got up and said, you know what, mommy, daddy, you know I love Steph Curry. I want to go. Okay, no problem. When the Warriors roll in, we'll buy tickets. And they bought tickets, and Steph ain't going, and Draymond ain't going, and Clay ain't going. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, I, you know. Whatever it is, and what I it let, is. let me tell you this, Larry, and I, this is from Anthony Slater. The Warriors arresting not only Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, which I mentioned, Andrew Wiggins tonight, New Orleans. This is the fifth game of a five-game road trip, second night of a back-to-back, and they are in danger, my friend, of going zero and five. And Larry, I said it. We got Monty Poole, who I appreciate his commentary. I always have, but I just like it. it's refreshing because he just he tells you how he feels and how he sees it. Larry, I gotta, I gotta play this card, man, and I'm not a troll. I'm just telling you, I was concerned when Draymond went Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay on Jordan Poole from a team-wide perspective. Like that just didn't sit right with me. There was no suspension, and I'm not in the locker room. I don't follow the team. But if you tell me some guys, youngsters, OGs, might have been feeling some type of way of what didn't happen. This is how they would play defense in nine games. So I pose this to you and the listeners. Follow us on Twitch and YouTube. Um, Do you think that has something to do with, is it a lack of urgency or just they're sleepwalking right now through nine? Well, it's a great question. I... You know, I'm watching the post game last night with uh, with Molly and Bonte. Yeah, yeah, do a great job. Our guys. Bonte throws a question to Festus and he says it was about the bench. And versus the starters. Okay. Festus like basically gives him the the stiff arm and says, I don't wanna I don't wanna break down this part of the team versus that part of the team. I want to talk about the whole team, right? And he just kind of refused to go down that right, road right. of the bench versus the starters. But you got to. Then I'm watching Draymond Green in the post game. Did you see it? And he's totally willing to go down this road. And I just kind of think that it's too it it's like it's almost like they have two teams. They got the veteran team with the pelts on the wall and the trophies and the money and all that. And then they got the hungry guys who are hungry and frustrated and trying to establish themselves. It feels like not one warrior team. It feels like two warrior teams. That, that's that's interesting. But I'll say this. If, if you want to break it and divvy it up that way, the one thing that everybody has, and this is no shade. You talked about it. Barkley talked about it. We can all see it, Larry. Clay's talked about it. He's battling to get back to, to where he was, right? So we know he's not at 90 or 100%. But how can you say, hey, youngsters, be like us 
when I feel like the starters are turnstiles. They've, the blow-bys are happening with the starters. Like, you can't tell me, no Warrior fan right now, Jonathan Kaminga's playing bad defense. I'll give you the wise man for the, the small amount of minutes he's in. I'm watching Jordan Poole. I'm not mad at him. It's a great story. But maybe he's feeling some type of way. I got socked in the eye. Nobody did nothing. I'm going to just go out here and try to facilitate, which I don't like because I'm like, dude, this team, you need to do what you did last year. And, Stani, we were talking about it, working on aspects of your game. I get that. But, Larry, my thing is nobody's playing good defense when is that all of a sudden going to change? Defense is a wanna wheel. That's what I'm looking at like GP2. I know he's one guy. Otto Porter to Jr. Those guys were staples. They could guard the perimeter. I'm worried. Yeah, well, I'm not worried because we're, what are we, nine games in yeah. or something like that? I and I cut the NBA season into kind of 20-game increments. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and 20 games in, I think you start to make evaluations. Um, but and I mentioned this before, GP two. Oh man, w- camouflaged the weaknesses of the Warriors' starting five. I f- I felt by just how well he scored inside, how well he rebounded, how well he defended, how well he how quickly he got to loose balls. They don't have a lot of quickness in their starting five. They don't get to a lot of loose balls. They can't prevent the starting five. Draymond gets beat off the dribble. These guys, Clay gets beat off the dribble. I mean, that sets the tone, Larry. You can get into that second, you can get that penetration and then kind of break their defense down kind of at ease. And then you look at, you know, Wiseman. I mean, he's just, he's not. I tried to defend him. I I mean, I love him long term. But I mean, it ain't it ain't there. I mean, it's his. He came on the floor the other day or last night in a situation where he three minutes later the lead was gone. I mean, they had a nice lead and they looked up and it was suddenly gone. He was take, he was coming off the floor. So I don't you know you you can't really Poole has got to be the offensive fulcrum of I that second unit. No he's got to be he's got to be hoisting. I almost want to see him be like. You know, almost the, the black point. hole. Yeah, almost. almost to like, hey man, dial it down. And that's how you got your bag. Don't for be, putting the ball in the hole. Exactly. He he's he's gotten the bag, and now he's passive. And he do he, we really know he why can't be he's passive. passive, Larry? That's why I keep going. Do you I think I'm off basis with the when I bring up the you real quick? You mentioned Draymond Green after the game. I'm gonna play some sound. You tell me what you think because normally when you win the chip, you know there's that uh, that hangover and. Okay, if you're watching the game, you're like, they're not mentally invested 100%. It'll get fixed. But why I'm a little nervous, I sound way more panicked than, than I feel. Let's hear Draymond after the game talk about uh, this word. As someone who's at times struggled with motivation against certain teams, certain parts of the season, I don't think it's motivation. I'll be totally honest with you if I thought it was. I, I don't think motivation is the problem at all. Quite frankly, there's about half of our team that's won a championship. There's four guys on our team that's won four, one that's won three. There's some younger guys who won. You think Steph Curry's struggling with motivation? Have you watched him play? I don't think so. Think Clay Thompson's struggling to, to put motivation? I don't think so. Quite frankly, I don't think Looney is struggling with motivation, and I don't think I'm struggling with motivation. So, Larry, I mentioned you, San Francisco, me, Union City, where I come from, he mentioned names and then stopped. Is he alluding to maybe the youngsters part of the problem? Is they're not 
all bought in mentally? How how do you take that sound? Well, I, exactly. I, it's exactly what I take it that he's suggesting that there may be a lack of motivation, but it ain't. It ain't the guys who have all the rings. It's it might be. But if I'm a young guy trying to make find a role or a niche on a championship team, motivation would be out the roof. Yeah, I mean, their problems are not. First of all, motivation in the NBA. How does the season start? It starts with the teams that haven't won trying to show that they're better and that they're new and that they've got something new this year. They're individually better. They're collectively better. So that's what November NBA basketball is about. If you've won the championship, where's your motivation? I think the the schedule in some ways and the fact that everybody makes the playoffs and there is no real urgency. It's not the NFL. It's the NBA. You could sleepwalk for six weeks and still be the eighth seed. So there, as I think the, the setup takes away a lot of the urgency if you've won the title. Then I think they've lost some key figures. I mean, Otto Porter's a 45, uh, 45% right. three-point shooter I, I get and a pretty smart player. GP2 is a great defender, and they're not defending without fouling. To me, last night was about t- 31 more free that, throws. 31 and, more free throws. And, Larry, throws. I, I know you played on the court. Do you know why you foul most of the time? Because you yeah. didn't move your feet. Okay, that's your beat. <laughs> You're trying to make up. Like, that. how are they not, you know – imposing that on other teams. They don't attack the rim. And I get it. Four and eight, that's not their style. But it's just you can't ignore it. It's the rat on the table. Other teams are going to the cup, and you're not. Yeah. They're struggling defensively to defend on the first, you know, the, the starters, the backups. But it's also about it's you know it's a few things. It's like they can't defend. They're fouling way way too much. They're getting beat on the glass. They had a couple of key turnovers. But I'm like watching that fourth quarter, going, "Wow, Suggs is lighting them up." I wonder what GP two would look like right now man. on Suggs. Oh man, the ball pressure. I mean, he would he would take it from the best, the dames. It, I don't care who you were, Chris Paul. I mean, and I got to give Warrior for Dub Nation credit for this. Because a lot of people scoffed, laughed. I was like, okay, they won the chip, Steph, Clay, and Dre, and Looney. I didn't think that was a big departure, GP2. Because I was just still drunk off the chip, like, okay, they'll find another GP2. But when you talk about that wingspan, that ball pressure, and basically, you, you know, what we're seeing now, I love Steve Kerr, and I won't second guess him, but you can do the Rubik's Cube all you want with the rotations, Bottom line is, if there are no new names in that rotation that are currently not on the roster, which I'm correct, they won't be, what's going to change? The personnel at some point will have to change, mm. right? They're gonna, at some point, they're going to have to make man, a change. Okay. The question is, when they pivot, if they can't get it going and they have to pivot off of their current roster, do they pivot off the veteran group? Yep. And say goodbye to a, a key cog of their of the group that's won all the rings, or do they pivot off of Wiseman, Kuminga, Moody, Pool, the second group? And I mean, I'm not saying trade all yeah. those guys, but trade one of them. Yep. So that that to me is kind of still to be determined. And that's what we'll throw out to Warrior fans uh, when we get back from the other side. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. How do you fix the Golden State Warriors? It's Stani and Guru Larry and Fristani right here on ninety five seven The Game. This is a legacy game. This is James Wiseman. Now back to Steiny and Guru. 
What's up, big man? James Wiseman. No, Stani Larry filling in for Stani today. And I'm a little disappointed. So are the people. Some bringing it up on Twitch, Larry. You're like a, a superhero. You know, where's the S, the Spider-Man? No Larry Kruger podcast show today? I don't have today? the Krug show you on YouTube podcast. You went Navy Blue on us today. Seriously, I went, uh, you know, I went with the button down today. I thought, you know, this is my favorite Callaway golf shirt. The so streets are talking to you. You choked on Jopardy. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. What, mate? What, Derek Jeter? Oh, oh man. man. Not that I can talk. Rivera. Yeah. I was consistent with being consistent in what I do at Jockerty, but you, I just knew you had to lay up. But we want to hear from the fans. A lot of people concerned. How do you fix the Golden State Warriors? Or are you in the camp? Because I haven't heard this week, because um, they've been losing on this trip, uh, a lot of people saying there's nothing to uh, look at here. So 888-957-9570. Uh, hit us on the Xfinity mobile text line. And Larry, I love a big man more than anybody else. I've defended Wiseman. Uh, I was worried, you know, that he couldn't stay stay healthy. But you said something a few minutes ago about his hands, and I asked Steiny this, and I want you, I want to get your answer. Can you work on good hands, mitts, paws, or are you born with them? Because if James Wiseman, and I'm not ready to say he has bad hands, but I'm hearing unplayable. I'm hearing people say, oh, he ain't ready. Okay, I get all that. But it ain't like he's getting 20 to 25 minutes. And if you want to tell me, okay, he's got to earn that, I'll give you that. But you as an organization chose him and his services, so you got to take him to the promised land. It's like it's 50-50. It's not just, oh, he's the next Lou Alcindor. He's ready. Go out and get 20 and 10 are you so sure you're ready to say his hands are broke? Well, until I see otherwise. Yeah, I mean, you know, you are the way you play. I mean, right now, I mean, if if he wants to change, then he can he can change starting tonight. But I mean, he couldn't catch that lob the other night from Steph. It was right in his hands. I've seen many many balls kind of ricochet off his mitts. Now, I mentioned in the in the uh, crossover that you know, Jerry Rice was terrible as a rookie as far as he dropped tons of passes. I remember that. And he just, you know, oh, he couldn't do it. And there was just a lot going on mentally. So maybe it's the speed of the game. Maybe it's the adjustment to the pro game, the speed of the pro game. Um, maybe it's just a guy who wants it so bad that he's kind of clutching in key moments. But I see a, a guy right now that's almost unplayable as far as his defense is atrocious. His his uh, he set a pick the last night where he kind of half-heartedly set the pick, and Steph kind of gave him a funny look. Then he kind of backed off. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steph did the Dave Henderson, uh, the Hendo, the giddy-up. Remember he, he was coming to set the pick? James wanted the ball. Larry, in a crazy way, I kind of like that. That he wanted the ball. Yeah, yeah well, no, I'm, I like I kind of like when ball. he went off the court and but, threw, I mean, he was you, cussing. I know, but be decisive. Either go set the pick or mm. don't. Don't go half-heartedly over there and kind of set the pick and then kind of wander back. And he, he kind of had the hangdog look. Yeah, so he did it, drop it, the shoulders. It's kind of the combination of he struggles on the defensive end. 
he doesn't seem like he's got that feel, that instinct that you cannot teach to block shots and rebound. He's got the body in the frame. He's 7'1", he's 255, 260. He should be able to run the floor for days and block shots and rebound. But do you see an animal on the glass? I don't. Do you see a guy who who takes every shot in the lane personally? I don't. Mm. Do you see a guy who, I mean, he just has a lot to work on. And I don't know, do you keep force-feeding him minutes on this you know, team with championship aspirations? He is your future. I don't know. I mean, I don't have the solution. I really don't. But to me, they gotta find if you're one just, quick. just looking at the game, you can't say he's got good hands. You just can't. And, and I've fumble, said he much. fumbles tons of tons of passes. Yeah. Um, and why is he fumbling them? I don't know. Maybe he wants it too much. Yeah. It's Tiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. This fallout Friday as the Warriors are one game away from going 0-5 on this road trip. We got Larry in for Steiny. We want to hear from you. What would you do to fix the dubs? You said something that just hit me in the cardiac muscle. I see Weissman when he's the biggest man on the court. He's able to kind of throw that the, the the body around, and I've I've seen a bit of a metamorphosis in regard to him adding muscle. But when you go up against Orlando, they got big Ben Carroll. Uh, I heard Shasky and Bonte this morning trying to find a comp. I think Shasky said Carl Malone. Well, you know the show. I, I see a lot of LeBron James. Whoever it is, yeah, it's all good. Explosive, can get off the ground, can put his head down. He had a bad first half, threw the ball away almost at the end of the game. But you look at a prize guy, a young guy like that, and you get excited. Like, okay, from E equals MC squared, just from a physique standpoint, you got it all. Last night, I was like, let me see if the seven foot one savant. James Wiseman can throw his shoulders and his body and his ass around. He couldn't do it last night. And then you saw the, when I called it, Larry, the feathery touch. He wasn't even in position to get there because, guess what? He's going up against other bigs that maybe are just a few inches shorter than him, but they were stronger than him. And that's why the turnarounds looked at like just BBs. Just, they were ugly, the shots. And I'm like, he's in his head just trying to get a shot off but he ain't strong enough to get his position. So earlier this week, again, I keep going to Steiny. Callers called me crazy. Who is on this Warrior team that can teach James how to get stronger, how to use that wingspan and block shots and be that dude with reckless abandon on the boards? I said, because he said it, the guy I'm about to tell you, Dwight Howard you got a roster spot. Why does everybody laugh when I say, okay, forget what you would get from Dwight. He'd give you something. But the incentive to me would be we got to put everything at our disposal into James, giving him the best opportunity to reach his potential. Why wouldn't you try it? You know, it's interesting. I saw that the other day. I saw the Howard interview, and he was like, hey, I'd love to play with the Warriors. And when you see him talk about it, it's clear that he's thought a lot about it, right? I mean, Dwight Howard's thought a lot about it. But Dwight Howard is a clown, you know, at this oh, Larry, point. I keep and, hearing and, that. And, and, and I don't know that he's, you know, and here's the other question or the other problem that I see. Dwight Howard is better than James Wiseman right now. Well, he so he's like going to take those minutes away from but, James but Wiseman. No, and how's Wiseman okay. going to develop? It, you know, I mean, that, this, is the, this is the problem the Warriors have. They want to win the title. And they got to develop these young these young players. And how do you do both? Now, I would claim that the NBA regular season's throwaway anyway, and just keep feeding Wiseman minutes and, and do it for a couple months. And Kaminga, 
I'm not saying a scholarship. Again, Larry, this is the route you Kuminga's guys chose. Kuminga's obviously regressed somewhere, um, Goo, as far as practice. Well, I'll tell you he what. played more last okay, year than I'll this I'll tell you year. this about that, and I don't know why I just get excited. They gave up 130 points to the Orlando Magic. Kaminga didn't play one second. So I get what you're saying, but how does he get better from watching that? I, but does he get better by handing him minutes he doesn't deserve? Does he do, does that is that what you're suggesting Steve Kerr do? Hey Jonathan, I know you suck in practice. I know you're not good enough in our estimation to get on the floor, but we're just going to we're just going to give you these minutes because you're a young guy and we want you to be, you know, we want you to develop. Is that the message you want to send? Do you want to start giving out minutes or do you want them to earn minutes? No, well, I want my I mean, rookies to thaw out. You got to play on the job training. I know. I mean, personally, I just told you. I think the NBA regular season means nothing. Oh, so okay. I mean, I, I put I put the guys out there. I'd, I'd keep I'd play with Kuminga. I you know I would do it, but they have a pecking order, and obviously he's not sitting them out because it's not a personal vendetta. It's obviously he's not practicing and not doing the things in practice that Steve wants to see and the coaching staff wants to see. Now you mentioned who's going to develop uh, Wiseman. I'm, man, they brought in Jokic's yeah, coach, yeah. Dalos, whatever. Yeah. Help me out, he, Milosevic yeah. or something. I got to. So isn't he? Isn't he getting? But paid? that ain't Dwight Howard. No, but he's getting paid a six-figure salary. I guarantee you Milo to to develop David. this kid at five ah, o'clock. Develop. Yeah. I mean, this is what you're getting paid for. But the Dwight Howard thing. See, I, I'm intrigued. Okay. I'd be more people change, Larry. You call I'd him a clown. People do change and get well, humbled. Okay, I'm gonna leave that there though. People I, change and get humbled. He's at the end. He's basically begging for a job. He knows he can't come in and it'd be all about him. I would rather go to Dwight Howard if I'm convinced that Wiseman can't do it mm. because then I need somebody. You know, if I if 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 I'm still the belief that Wiseman's going to be in my rotation and I think that's where they're at, you're not touching Dwight Howard. Right, but they, yeah. but they. I'll, I will say this though: they need something because right now that you can, the chemistry's bad. I mean, they may all like each other, but they just doesn't. You just don't feel. You know, I don't feel this great that, chemistry. I'm with you, man. And it was always a strength in numbers. Now it's like I use recycling, stress in numbers. No, I thought that was great. I heard, I heard, you didn't get a text. I, I, I need all the confidence again. That. Let's go out to uh, Oakland and welcome Sam to the program and see his thoughts on the on the Golden State Warriors. What's up, Sam? Hey, guys. Uh, how you doing? All right. What's up? Um, well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I, uh, I went to the Kings game. I know it's like a week or two back, and I went early with my boy, and I watched the whole warm-up, and Draymond was alone. He would go somewhere, try to shoot near people, and then everyone would move to the other side of the court. And then he'd go over there. People would move away from him. He was, it was obvious people were not talking to him unless he talked to them. Now, I know that might be making a lot out of nothing, mm-hmm. but to me, who are all these kids going to learn from? They're going to learn from Draymond. And I don't think anyone wants to hear what he has to say uh, behind closed doors. I think that is still there, and I don't think people are going to get better if his standing, people don't, won't listen to him potentially anymore. And I saw it. I, I watched it happen. And I think that's a way bigger issue and people can play good defense, but like, are they still going to listen to him and follow him the same way? I don't know. Appreciate the phone call, and Larry. That's a huge question. I think that that's is an one interesting question. Picking up the phone, calling our station, our show to share his opinion. Yeah. And for the people in the back that may disagree, he is telling and sharing with us what he saw. And I just can't get over there's got to be something to that. 
And you think he's compromised? Do you think Draymond's compromised as a leader because he dropped Poole? I think there's something there, and I think the fact that he could press the buttons and, and, and go to third base and maybe get on you, maybe he scaled that back a bit. But if, if, if guys are kind of side-eyeing, side-eyeing him, this is what it looks like on the court to me. And the gauge for me to let me know where the unity level is, the cohesiveness is on the defensive end, this is what it would look like if some guys were like, I'm not bodying. Just my two cents. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking at Green playing a pretty good game right now. His, I mean, his I, motor's on 1,000. I think, I mean, what do you have? Like last night, uh, nine points, five boards, seven assists. Um, I think he's been more aggressive offensively than we saw last year uh, in this early going. But he brings up an interesting point and one that I don't know the answer to. Is he compromised as a leader because of, of, that, of that fight? People can say the right things. Um, and, and, and then there's a lot of speculation as far as, you know, what's I think one of the distractions could be about, you know, where's this team going? It seems like there's, you know, as they awarded some guys contracts, they told other guys kind of no or not yeah. indirectly, but, you know, you're not getting your extension now. And now, you know, the, I heard you guys talking the other day about, you know, is Draymond going to opt in or opt out? I don't think there's any way he opts out. I think, he, you know, Steiny was saying he's going to opt out. He's not opting out of $28 million. Yeah, I, he's got, he's opting in. Yeah. And then the question is, are they going to trade him after, you know, before he opts in or after he opts in? Or are they going to let it go for two years and then just let it let him walk at the end of two years? I don't know, but I don't think he's going to opt out. Um and I, you know, it, there's a, there's a, I got something for there's you a too. lot going on here. I think what you've seen is Steph still playing at a crazy high level. Thirty nine last night. We're seeing a little regression from Clay, a little regression from Draymond, a little bit. And we're but the bigger issue is that Poole is passive on that second unit when it's supposed to be supposed to be his go time. No doubt. And we're not seeing Kuminga at all. And Wiseman looks really, really uh, confused. Frustrated, especially on the last defensive night. End. He, I, I, who when he hurled the ball, at the, yeah, got the a technical. But you mentioned Draymond and the great D, Larry, and this is no shade. They played four games on this road trip. This is Draymond's fouls: four, four, six, six. He fouled out twice in two of the four games. And you and I, listeners, don't notice. And we're going to grab uh, Chris in Oakland here in a minute. Um, we were talking about pickup games. When I'm tired, my son, we laugh on the way home. But he knows dad's going to foul. Nobody else in the gym knows it so I can catch my breath. (laughs) And that is a sign when you foul 46 times that something is off. It's either athleticism, you're getting beat. But now one Warrior player, and we got a bunch of sound we're going to get to, said, oh, we got a bad whistle. It was like legit. 46 to 15, athletically, you are not imposing your will on the other team. One word, and it's me if you say the – give me one word, what do the Warriors lack? They lack quickness. Damn. They're man. not quick. They, you can beat them off the dribble and get into the lane at will. Oh. They give up layups left and right, um, and th- they're not quick closing out. Um, they, they lack quickness. They lack quickness. There's more three balls being taken than ever and before. Scram- so like you eggs. got long rebounds. Yeah. Long rebounds wind up in the middle of the floor. You need somebody to be quick to the ball. They don't have GP2. He was incredibly quick to the ball. Somebody said, hey, stop on the GP2. He would have been in civvies last night. That's last night. Yeah, yeah. Please. But you're talking about right. a guy who did a ton for this no team doubt. and they let no, him walk because yeah. they didn't want to pay me $8 million. 
right? It was yeah, eight million I, a year for three years. I, man, and look now, if we had to, and I know again that tonight will be the tenth game, but Larry, people want to know my pulse. I am concerned because now I think it's a personnel uh, issue more so than what's between the ears. Like if they were just fat cats, ah, uh, and Draymond alluded to it. Did you? We'll play the sound where he was talking about how many people really worked hard in the off season. I'm like, man, what's he saying and who's he saying it to? We'll get to that. But let's go out to uh, Oakland and welcome Chris to the program. What's up, Chris? Chris. Hey. Uh. Hey, how you guys doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. We uh, need answers. Huge fan of the station. Yeah, we do. But I'm I'm a huge fan of the station and a huge fan of you guys, man. I'm Chris Bay from the YouTube chat. Shout out the YouTube chat. Please free the YouTube chat and um, East Bay Chris from, uh, from <laughs> Twitch. Anyway, there's a there's a lot going on, man. I'm not really worried about the team yet because they could evolve and improve uh, throughout the season. They're just not playing well right now. So they could only get better as the season progresses. And, I mean, first off, I wanted to say Clay's not coming off the bench, man. Like, he's a rhythm shooter, so his minutes will ramp up and he'll get more playing time. He'll get back to the player he was in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's not going to be the same player back in 2019 before all the injuries and everything, right. but that clay is still better than most two guards in the league. You know, him coming off the bench would actually be worse because he's going to shoot it. You need a distributor coming off the bench. Um, so that's why JP needs to stay there. Um, but, you know, the GP and Porter thing, too, they're good players from last season, but even if they were on the team now, they, they'd be injured. So it's like it's easy to say that, you know, we need them. What what they need to fix is they need to fix the fouling and the starters need to stop fouling on defense, especially Draymond and, and Looney. They're putting the bench in a, in a tougher position. When those young cats come in, they're putting them in a, in a way tougher position. And as an indirect result, what's happening to the offense is that they're having to take it out each time and – they, they become more defendable in the half court. The Warriors are way more successful when they get out, run on, like they, they get a quick steal, defend, get on transition and hit a quick layup or, or, or three, and they're just not doing that, man. They're, you know, so they need to address that right now. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if any rotation changes are going to get any fixed, but hopefully they're in the lab trying to fix the, uh, the fouling. Um, Appreciate the phone call. You know, and as as far as uh, you know, mixing up the lineups. Dude, I mean, go ahead, because I got okay, some. So you. I mean, Kerr. I mean, to me, if you put Draymond Green or Clay Thompson, if you if you switched up the lineups and move some moves, you know, somebody to that second unit, it's not necessarily about what they're not doing. It's about what you're not getting out of the second unit. You're, you're, I mean, the, the Warriors are t- plus 24.1 points per 100 possessions with their starting five. Okay. Okay. They are, they are minus 13.1 per 100 possessions with all other lineups outside of their starting five. Well, okay. So th- that's a dram- that's plus twenty four to minus thirteen. That's but there's a your answer, though, Larry. Yes. So maybe maybe you move a guy move a guy like Clay to the second unit just to give the second units you know more of a, a direction offensively. Right now, their pool is passive on that second unit, and nobody else can pick up the slack. So they're so they're kind of waiting for Jordan to take over yeah. and hoist. And he's not. He's kind of. I'd like to see him almost be selfish. Yeah, and that's what he was last year. And I'll get. And I'm not coming down his road. How can we? This dude, 
the gains he's made, the contract, when he signed that contract, he earned every bit of it. But a lot of that was because you had, and he could count on other guys to to, to pull the load defensively. Right now, it's a turnstile. So when you give me that plus minus with the starters, I like it, I get it. But how are how can you get in default to the second unit when the starters for the forget? Uh, the, the, just the starting unit, when they're out there with other combos, they're not setting the tone defensively. And I want you to hear this. Tell me what you think of this. This is Kerr on the fouling that's plaguing this team. The mentality has to kick in at some point. I mean, we, we had, I think we had three fouls in the first few minutes. So this isn't a case of our new guys or young guys fouling. It's everybody. Steph had a reach early on. You know, once you once you start to foul now every single one, it starts to snowball. Then you can't use a strategic foul, you know, or it's free throws. And by the time the second unit got on the floor late first, they were in the bonus already. And we fouled immediately, two straight times, and they shot four more free throws. I think they had 12 or 13 free throws in the first quarter. So we set a terrible tone. We've done that pretty much all year. We're going to have to make some adjustments, make some changes. You know, we've had a look. We've had, what, nine games now? So we've had a decent look at combinations, and so it's time to try something different. Wow, Larry, and you just said it, but he just said it right there. They were in the bonus with the starters. So before we even get to what the the second unit is not doing, the starters are not playing good defense. And that's why I'm looking at you on this Friday like I'm a little nervous now that maybe they are getting a bit slow foot. It kind of reminds me of an NFL corner who gets beat and then follows in trail in a trail position. You're gonna get you're gonna get flagged for PI or holding because you're you're he beats you off the line. He showed greater speed than you. You're now chasing it from behind, and any contact you make, mm. here comes the flag. I'm thinking of Verrett against the Steelers a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're if you can play bump and run coverage, and then you seriously, you're not, you're going to get calls. But if you're if he beats you off the line and you're trailing it, as soon as there's contact down the field, flag because it's he beats you. And I think the same thing's happening with the Warriors starters. They're getting beat off the dribble at will. And then they're kind of following from behind in a trail position, and they're trying to do something, and that's where they're drawing the foul. So, I mean, what's it really about? It's about you know trying to improve your quickness. It's about your lateral agility. It's about moving your feet on defense. But as you get older, you know you're a little compromised in that area, and they're and that's where they're at. They've got a core of older guys who didn't have great quickness to begin with, and are now showing a little bit of age. And they're trying to lean on the Wiseman, Kumingas, and Pools, and the young guys to carry the team. And those guys aren't ready to ready to do it. Yeah, night after night. I, yeah, I don't know the inner workings of an NBA team, but we all know that. Uh, and this is something when I hear it and it's said, I'm like, hmm. Mike Brown went on to become the head coach of the Sacramento Kings. Right. And, and before we get to the break here, I want to welcome D'Lo to the program. But he wants to talk about Mike Brown, and I want to get your thoughts. We'll get, we'll get him on the other side. But Mike Brown, okay, he left. Am I a simpleton for thinking, okay, what he did, barking out the calls, getting in guys' face, whatever he did and brought to this team, it worked. Larry Kruger, do you think this team is missing Mike Brown, or is that a cop out? I mean, it's not a cop out. I just—it's a players' league. Players make up this league. Coaches—I'm not saying coaches don't matter, but 
it's a players league. So I had, could Mike Brown not being here um, have a, a huge hand in their defensive regression? Possible. <sighs> I will. I would rather side with GP two, who is probably one of the most dominating on the ball defenders. I've seen in the NBA going back. He reminded me of like Jordan. I miss him more. Kawhi, early Kawhi. Michael Cooper, if (laughs) you want to go back to Koopa Loop uh, with the Lakers. He's a dominating, long arm. Man. I I think of like Latrell Sprewell, if you're an old school Warrior fan. He's a suffocating defender who literally could be on your left side and you're dribbling with your right hand and he could pick you. That's how long his yeah. length was. He had impact length. So when we me, get I'd back, rather, I yeah. think he's the he's the real. Layer, we're really going to continue taking calls. I want to hear more of that because I'm with you in every game that goes by on this early season. I feel like we've taken it for granted. The Warriors return to the court tonight in New Orleans to take on Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. Tip-off is set for 5.30. Our pregame coverage begins with the Warriors live at 4.30. Tune in to Warriors live on 95.7 The Game, pre- presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi unbeatable internet only from xfinity odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 